I'm Courtney. And I'm Marla. Are you ready for our rendezvous? Okay. since we started this project that blows my mind We're... i mean that's a lot of commitment from me and from <laughs> me actually it's it, it this project has lasted longer than most of our relationships yeah yeah basically <laughs> it's pretty good yeah. so uh, high five yeah that's just yeah <laughs> we punched the mics down yeah while we did it, but that's okay um so this episode i think we're going to talk about fandoms yeah yeah we were talking about we've been talking about this for a while um like the important part that fandoms play in our lives and in a lot of people's lives the community that comes with the fandom like i mean they've been a part of my life since i started reading basically in some form or another yeah and like we we all know about my (laughs) my tribulations and uh contributions yes, to fandoms yes. which we will talk Fanfic about is a very important part and it's important that we're highlighting this uh, yeah that's what i tell myself well, this is yeah this is, <laughs> this is what i like to convince you with <laughs> something i'm told every week um yeah so we want to talk about that but what we're probably going to do is we're going to split this into two episodes so we're going to talk about music fandoms pretty much in this yes. episode and we're going to talk about book fandoms and other subcultures in future episodes so yeah so they both get equal 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 says yes equal parts yeah should we hear what, hit it with fake news? Yes. Let's Here go. Have fake news. It's all fake news. It's fake news. Fake news. Very fake news. Okay. So, in the theme of fandoms, and we are on fake news, um, I have a story from a water parks gig involving crowd surfing gone awry. Oh, God. And I think crowd surfing is a good example of the trust you place in a fandom because it's the sea of people holding you up and passing you to safety or just throwing you on so that they don't have any responsibility for your body or exactly your yeah it's like not it <laughs> <laughs> well kind of the front row of people at a this water parks gig kind of had this this feeling because um this poor girl amanda fernia probably so, saying it wrong <laughs> yeah um was crowd surfing as you do and um Rather than being let down gently when you, like, or like, you know, so you can get to safety. No, no. We're putting you down now. now. None of that, no. She was, uh, she was hurled on stage. Oh. Yeah, just like, you know. I mean, flung. I've seen people be dropped on the ground. Yes. But I've never seen people be so desperate to let go of a person that they've yeah. thrown them <laughs> yeah, they over, like, the, them. Like, from the pit. There's usually, like, a, like. A waist high <laughs> barrier. A waist high barrier, and also like I'd say three to four, maybe five feet between yeah. the barrier and the stage. Yeah. So they threw her. Yeah, <laughs> with some force. Yeah. This was a team effort. <laughs> um, well, she was hurled up onto the stage. Water parks momentarily stopped the show. Good. You know, to be like, "You okay, hun?" <laughs> Glad to know that yeah. they they uh, were concerned enough about her that they stopped the show. Yeah. Um, she was uninjured, which is good. And so I guess they continued playing after that. Like, you okay? You good? Good. 
Um, but <laughs> that's kind of one of my fears when I see crowd surfers. I've never crowd surfed mainly because of this, but I like I. What if you fall? Or what if the people below you duck? We've we, we've we've been guilty of ducking <laughs> a little bit, a little it's... bit. But it hasn't involved it hasn't involved people like falling to the mud. It, well, they, there was enough people to carry them. It's exactly. Just, sometimes you look up and you see someone's feet, like yeah, or a muddy welly. That like like I don't I'm muddy everywhere. I don't need mud in my hair. Like it's like the only part of you that's been saved. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I, like baby yeah. wipes can only do so much. True. Yeah. But <laughs> someone's feet are like flailing and they're being oh, really gosh. quickly like passed towards your head. Sometimes the only thing to do is duck. Yeah, it's a, it's an instinct thing. It's just like when I see feet coming towards my head, it's like I don't want them there. Yeah. What if you get a concussion? Yeah, or I'd be afraid that like I'm not strong enough, or like I'll hurt them, or I don't know. I just don't trust myself to pass the person along the crowd. I uh, do you think the concept of crowd surfing is absolutely mental. Because yeah, like. Fair play. You're, you're <laughs> trusting a lot of people to continuously pass you until you get to the front. That that or fandoms. from the stage backwards. Yeah, fandoms. Yeah. We yeah. put a lot of trust in each other. Yeah. I don't understand it, but no, uh, we but do it. The trust is there. Yeah. I suppose, like speaking of the trust that you find in fandoms and like you know crowd surfing, literally trusting them with your life. Poor Amanda. Poor Amanda. Did and she got flung onto stage. Maybe that was what she wanted, though. That's true. She, yeah, got to, yeah. she got to be on stage at Waterpark. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, she didn't get to do anything on stage apart yeah. from lie there, probably. Yeah. But, get uh, off it. But <laughs> she was there. That's a story. Yeah, and she can't. She can say they acknowledged her. Because exactly. They, yeah, they, they know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, on that kind of topic, gotta look at it from the other side, and it's like you know when like fans are like stalking. Yeah. And like following and lurking and like kind of the trust that the artist or whoever it is has for their fans not just the fans not just the trust inside the fandom but the trust that you have for the artist and vice versa so i know like there's been loads of stories from various artists and actresses and actors and all this but the one that like kind of stood out to me was ellie goulding because like she's lovely she's just a little little pixie and um she had issues with people following her and stalking her and we spoke before about panic that yeah. they had like Brendan they had to Brendan Brendan had <laughs> to move panic at Brendan Gary. <laughs> he had to move house because people were following him and like like going to his house and stuff. Um so this is something from Ellie Gilding and it she tweeted saying, I really don't like being followed secretly when I'm out and about. No one should get followed like that unknowingly. She said I'd feel way more comfortable if you approach me to begin with, um, as you can understand. Which generally like you can understand that. Yeah. And I know it can be quite daunting. Like, if you see somebody that, like, is a famous person that you weren't expecting, even, it's like, oh my god. And you're kind of like lurking behind, like, like corners. I'm like, should I go over? Especially if, like, you see somebody you think, oh, I know them. And then you realize, oh no, I don't know them. I just recognize their face. This has happened to my sister. I, can't, I think it was Liam Neeson that it had, like, it was when she was working in an Irish pub. And um, she's like, oh, hey, how are you? Like, he just looked really familiar. I had a dream I met Johnny Depp in an Irish pub. But no. I was working in the pub. And like, that exact <laughs> thing happened where I went, hi, how are you? And he was like, I'm Johnny Depp. Yeah. Because obviously Johnny Depp would do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's a really likely scenario. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was like that. Because like, she couldn't place where he where she knew him from. So I was just like, oh, I'd probably just like college or something like that. It's like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And he was like, 
Good. Hey, <laughs> you're a very friendly waitress kind of thing. And like, you know, the exchange passed and she was like, that's not my friend. That's Liam Neeson. <laughs> or no, it wasn't Liam Neeson. It was Voldemort. Um, oh, Ralph Fiennes. R- 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 yeah, Rafe. Rafe Fiennes. Rafe. Rafe. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was, it was that kind of thing. And um, that's excusable, you know. Sorry, I just love that. It's not Liam Neeson, it was Voldemort. Voldemort is a fictional character, Orla. <laughs> We're all on the topic of fandoms. It's yes, okay. It's exactly. Alive. Yeah. Voldemort. <laughs> she met Voldemort in an Irish pub in Brussels. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, there's... It's getting more outlandish by the second. She <laughs> just said Irish pub. I know, it's a fictional character in a pub in a different country. Yes. Um, but, um, like, it is there's a difference between stopping in your tracks and being like do I know that and then like when you realize you don't know there's like I know them from the telly and then by then you're staring too long but then there's also the the type of kind of stalking where you're like you know who they are and you have followed them to this specific place and you've just been lurking around corners for the past 45 minutes not approaching them to say hello not doing anything just watching yeah just watch them get their groceries or like i mean there's a certain level of it that i think is acceptable in fandoms across the board like if you know the person you like is it or like the say it's an artist or a band or whatever like there's very few hotels in dublin for example so like we pretty much know where bands typically stay yeah like i think if you're politely waiting near their tour bus or you're politely waiting outside the hotel yeah and you politely approach i mean it's all about boundaries pretty yes. much like don't yeah. go into the hotel and up to their feckin room yeah but like if you're waiting outside that's okay if you're waiting at the venue that's okay if yeah. you know they're going to be doing a radio or tv appearance waiting outside the studio that's okay yeah. if they ask you to that not has do become that. the norm now yeah. and yeah and if they ask you not to do that then don't, don't do that yeah or like i know something frank Iero, um frankie of my chemical romance fame and mm. also his own his own fame because he's, he's, he's he's great but uh, he he has a thing about he doesn't want people to touch him. He doesn't yeah. like hugs. So because he's really bad anxiety. He does. Yeah. Uh, like I we met him before a few years ago, and like this was something I'd heard beforehand. Yeah. So the people were being really polite. They'd ask like, "Is it okay if I hug you?" He'd say, "Yeah" or "No," depending. Yeah. Um. And we just I didn't even like touch him. We just kind of got a photo with him. And we asked permission. But it's like it's just simple stuff. Like yeah, celebrities are you or. People. musician people they're people yeah. and you know a little bit of decorum like even if you are in a fan club and you're at a meet and greet or yeah, whatever anytime like say with a hustler meet and greets or whatever like i'll always ask like oh can i give you a hug i'm like generally they're like of course you can yeah. kind of thing i've never seen them say no yeah and i think it's just it's just to say like you mightn't be, feel one. comfortable with yeah. a hug right now or you don't want me to suddenly lunge at you yeah <laughs> like a stranger basically yeah. And that is something like that is something in fan clubs I see quite a lot. Like, yeah, so much of the hub of music culture is fan clubs and identifying. So, like, all yeah. time fan club is called Hustlers. Yeah, you meet six or sixers. Yeah, um, what are Paramours called? Um, do they have a name? They used to be Paramours, but yeah, Haley uh, didn't like Hayley that, didn't like and that. it's not. It's 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 yeah. not it's not good for no. for this. Um, my cam used to be Killjoys. Yeah. Um, Fall Out Boy had Overcast Kids. That's Panic not... were Sinners. Yes. Yeah. I don't think they're, like, not so much anymore, but um, they used to be Sinners. And I liked that. I thought that was kind of cool. Just Panickers. Panickers, yeah, basically. <laughs> like, panicking what the next album's going to be. Yeah. 
Um, like there's so many fandom and like even like there's like the One Direction fandom that everybody yeah. knows about and there's Beliebers. like Beliebers yeah, yeah. Uh, Selena Gomez is, is they're called Selena Selena Eaters or something oh yeah what God, are Ariana Grande's called I don't know but I want, I'm, I am one in my heart <laughs> I love her that, that's me <laughs> um, but like you have all these different like I know like it's an identifier yeah like you have like the alternative scene where you have these little fan clubs and they're quite small yeah like in each city they might only have a couple of hundred which is a lot but it's also quite small in terms of the size of the band or whatever yeah and then you have more mainstream ones like with the one direction fan you have ariana grande and it's like these are little subcultures and people don't i don't like if you're not in one it's really hard to see it as that exactly because it is the whole thing of like oh fandoms beatlemania that's where that started and it's yeah they often look at the beatles and their music and like, oh, these girls follow them around. Yeah. As opposed to like, this was girls, young girls having something to do that was just theirs. Yeah. And like, there's something so special about being part of something. Like, I mean, we're, we've been fans of All Time Low for how many years? I don't know. So many years. Yeah. I think my first All Time Low show was in 2011. Um, But I've been listening to them since 2009. Yeah. So around the time Nothing Personal came out. And uh, it, they just were such a part of my teenage years. Yeah formative years yeah like. exactly and I, like we joined the fan club and like it's sort of we don't need to keep meeting them but it's yeah. just it's nice it's just to nice know. yeah part of it and like it's a cool thing that we can go in before a show yeah if we get a meet and greet we just chat to them about yeah stuff. wish them good luck in their show like. yeah and like it, it's not like you're going in and you're like oh my god oh my god i love you it's literally just hey this really cool thing happened to me or like yeah. listen to our podcast which we yes. did <laughs> yes we did so ryan if you're listening yeah because you, you totally are. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, but like, it's 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 cool, and like, I think that there's a there's a lot of stigma yeah. around fan culture, and I know it's not really helped. Like, there was that Tumblr band whores anon yeah. that sort of did this thing of like, I mean, those girls, you know, do you do you? Yeah. If you if your thing is like hooking up a band, guys, go ahead. Cool. That's great. Perfect. They kind of had this this site, and it was tips on how to be a band whore, basically. basically. And like again, you do you, but I think a lot of it is it's this thing of if you are a fan of something, you're automatically a groupie. Yeah, because I mean the amount, because like we go over to the UK and we like a few kind of smaller bands, and they're like, "Oh, you hook it up with the band?" It's like, no, no, we really over, not. We yeah. go, we have a few drinks, and we're in bed by midnight. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's great. <laughs> it's so fun. <laughs> but like we do this, like our friendship. A lot of it was like our friendship became a friendship around music. Yeah, like, we we have obviously other things in common. We are friends. Well, I, I like you a bit, a little bit. Yeah, you're okay. Like, you're okay, I yeah. suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but like we have common interests, and our friendship really developed because we had this mutual interest in music. Yeah. And a lot of like our main friendship groups, in a lot of cases, are based around like getting to go away together exactly, because we have yeah. this mutual love of traveling to see music. And like yeah. you see it online so often, people are like, "Oh, I'm going to this gig. I've nowhere to go with." Like, does is anybody else going alone, or would mind me tagging along? And they yeah. could be like teenagers. He just, you just love want music. to go, yeah. yeah. And then they meet their friends online and people dismiss like online friendships and fandom friendships as not being real. But like some of the realest friends yeah. I've had. I keep, for- I always forget that even though we're from Dublin or we're all the same, like similar age, we met on the internet. We met on the internet. <laughs> we met on the internet from, from like a really early fandom. Yeah. And like just through twitter yeah all of my friends yeah and a girl i went to college with i i wasn't friends with her before college but i'd heard of her through twitter and then heard of her (laughs) and um then like when i was just like i know you and she's like i know you and now we're like best friends which is really sweet 
But like, I mean, that really helped in college as well, because like everybody was kind of drowning in people and new people. And then me and Jade are like friends by like day two. Which is great. Um, it's something that's so overlooked that yeah. this subculture is so important and such an integral part of people's formative years and also how lasting it is. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like even if we grew all time low yeah. at some point. We're hardly going to be like, oh, see, see you later. Because <laughs> we have so so much that we've done like it's so much more than the music and I think yeah. that's something that's really it's ignored because yeah. it, it's the whole thing of fangirls and yeah like, like the kind of stereotype kind of thing yeah like, oh they're just over emotional messes which yeah. we can be we can be <laughs> but it's also not a, a defining feature of exactly being a fan yeah of anything. like the fact that you can get emotional about a song an artist that you respect and admire that's has what written. stands to the artist for it's, one. Yeah, and also it's like, like to evoke you can, these emotions you in can, a person. You can appreciate art. Yeah, like Which, not everybody can. <laughs> no, um, that's the thing, and I think people dismiss music culture so much mm. and like fan culture in general. Yeah, because to a lot of people, it's this teenage thing. Yeah, and like yeah, for us, it began in teenage years, but it doesn't mean when you get to like 18, like that's it. You stop. You can't. Yeah, you're you can't. a grown up now. Because yeah. even like when grown-ups. I say. Like, when people ask, like, oh my god, how did you get meet and greet for all time low? It's just like, oh, I'm part of the fan club. Like, there's that kind of... I almost have to justify it. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's, uh, like, I'm not spending 100 euro on this a year, or, like... Yeah, I didn't and I pay 800 quid to meet them. Yeah, it's like, like I, sh- I shouldn't feel like I have to justify it, yeah. but I do anyway. Yeah, and, and the I alternative don't... culture as well, like, these bands are built on fan bases core fan bases like yeah. they're they're not making money from radio plays yeah their their entire fan base is based on this mutual love and respect of music so like a lot of fan clubs like you don't pay a lot extra to meet them like it might be an extra 25 quid but there's a yeah. lottery to get it or for yeah. all time low it's like the base cost is like six dollars or something yeah a year, a year just to keep the membership yeah and it's great because yeah. it's accessible to loads of people like teenagers don't have that much money yeah but i mean like with paramore i don't think i mean they're not doing much at the, well they're doing something now but they've been quite quiet for a while but um i think it was like about 18 months ago or so they made their fan club free yeah you could just sign up yeah which and, is great yeah because they're just like look here you go and um, I don't think there was anything in Ireland that we could avail of, avail of while it was free. Yeah. But I know there was like shows in America that people were able to get pre-sale tickets and stuff yeah. like that or cheaper merch and stuff. I suppose, yeah, we could get the cheaper merch um, just in terms of concert tickets. Yeah. There wasn't that many perks. But to be like, thank you for being a fan here. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's so great. And yeah. it's so great that they got to a stage that they could do that. Exactly, yeah. Um, and I know there's a lot of thing about like, oh, you go to meet Justin Bieber and you spend like 500 quid to do it or like a thousand dollars a ticket. package. Yeah, and it's like, like, okay, it's money making, whatever. But like that thing, if you can afford that, yeah. it's, it's it's great it, for that kid yeah. or for that young person who's like, you know what, this is my hero yeah. and I, I, I'm I able to afford this. Yeah. I mean, like, I know it sucks for, for other people who can't yeah. because like to me, that's an astronomical amount, amount of money. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's ridiculous, but yeah. it's still, you know, if they you can still, do that, yeah. awesome. do it. Yeah. Awesome. It's great. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, I think fandoms are often overlooked. Yeah. Um, or dismissed. Like, yeah. Even, also, now we're in a film with Meg Ryan, and uh, we we feel like the budget on this film went to Meg Ryan, 
uh, the mention of Martin, Martin Scorsese <laughs> and I'll turn up. Yeah. So they were in it for about ten seconds. Yeah. But it, it was the film was it's the film. <laughs> cool name. Uh, Take uh, one hundred and ten. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was called Fangirl, and it was um, the woman who wrote it. Her name escapes me now, but she based it kind of on like her daughter growing up and how important fandom was to her so it's about a girl who just loves a band yeah and she really wants to meet the band and she does i actually don't like it's a it's kind of a, it's kind of a lame story yeah but it is still really sweet that it captures this thing of like this band means so much to her and they kind of reference tumblr in a like you know tumblr subculture yeah. and like bandom and just but it's kind of like it's not realistic but it does like it does, it does have realistic yeah. tropes it does like it does tip into the direction of yeah. like because like it had to like obviously for it to be a movie like there had to be some exaggeration in yeah, places absolutely because like they meet in a coffee shop <laughs> coffee shops it's coffee coffee <laughs> coffee shop soundtrack was what i was trying to say yeah but uh yeah excellent pop culture reference yes. we need to get a, a pop culture reference like soundbite Yes. Somebody going, pop culture reference! Or, you know, some, <laughs> yeah. something cool. I don't, we'll figure that out at yeah. some point. Episode 7, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have found that out by then. <laughs> if we're still here. We're going to be abducted by aliens. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. Um, but, yeah, it's just a really sweet thing. Um, like, fandom means so much to me in the sense that, like, I am not part of a wider fandom. Like, we're in yeah. we're in the Hustler Club, but, like, our friends are, like, some of our best friends yeah. are in that. So we don't we don't branch out kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, we did this time. Yes. We made, we made friends yeah. in the queue. That was really fun. And yeah. we met some really they cool people. They were so lovely. Yeah, they were so lovely. And we met people inside as well who yeah. I'd met on a plane the week before. So that was really cool. That was mad, yeah. But it was, it's really nice to like, you know, you meet these people and these are people you're going to see at these gigs over and over and over again. Especially yeah. in Dublin, like we've such a small culture. Exactly, yeah. Like when we go, we always know who we're going to, well, not know who we're going to see, but like. We can expect to see yeah, the same people yeah. pretty much. Um, and that's why, actually, when I when I see when I go to gigs in the UK, my mind like will kind of put a familiar face onto somebody else. If you get me, <laughs> like I'll have to double take because they're like, oh, that's no, no, no you're in a different country. Yeah, I I do not live here. <laughs> yeah, and you do not live here. Yes. Although people travel as well. Exactly. So I think that's why you do have to double take because it's like, no, is it? Wait, is it? <laughs> yeah. Something else I really like about fan clubs actually is um, people don't really realize like how much bands and artists give to those fan clubs oh yeah like we were in london a couple of weeks ago and uh the night before i flew because i flew over before orla did yeah. and the night before i flew over because we were going over actually to see all time low yes. like we planned to do this and the night before um <laughs> they announced a secret a secret i say in inverted commas it was yeah. the worst kept secret ever oh god yeah. but they announced the secret gig and they were like oh this is happening in london the night before their first line of tour which is what we were going to and like it was really exciting nobody knew about it because they didn't email it out it was just like very few tickets were sold until the band themselves actually went hey we're playing this <coughs> secret tour yeah it's secret last tour. young renegades secret yeah last young renegades are playing this venue yeah and, and it was something great we got to go to and like yeah. we've kind of gone oh we're, we've already 300 cap yeah like <laughs> teeny teeny tiny venue we've never seen them play no. something this small tickets were kind of expensive for for what, what it, it was. was but as we said yeah we'd never get to that again and yeah. it was like obviously it was london centric people were upset they were like oh why aren't you playing in my town why i never get to go to this or yeah. people had already arranged transport which yeah. we had as well yeah i was if, flying over that morning yeah <laughs> although i was just like if it's during the afternoon i will get the earlier flight yeah like orla had this whole plan <laughs> yeah i had checked it and yeah. t- i think flights are like 20 euro over that day i was like i'll do it i'll do it 
And we'd already got tickets to go see um, a friend, like a band that we're friends with. Yeah. And uh, we were like, no, it's fine. Like, we'll be this fine. is on early. They're not starting until late. We'll get there. We got to see Decade for three songs. Three songs. And we had which to admit, were great. Which were great. We had to admit that to them when they were like, yeah. three. You came for three. And we're like, three yeah, great but we songs. We still came. <laughs> we're here to support you. Yeah. Um, we bought the tickets. We bought the tickets. Yeah. But like, stuff like that. And like, you, you have like tiny festivals and you get to meet these like tiny baby bands. And like, another part of fandom which is. Which Mallory were. Like, when we found they were a tiny baby band. They were a tiny baby band. They yeah. were starting to move up in the world, but yeah. they were still a tiny baby band. Yeah. They were all in the afternoon yeah. at Slam Dunk. Like, yeah. afternoon bands. They're not that popular. No. But it was it was great to see them grow. And like you get like there's so many facets to fandom that people don't really see. Like you get to, to meet bands and it's not like how it was years ago. Like people yeah. always refer to Beatlemania as like, oh people fainting and screaming and crying. Like yeah. I have never screamed, cried, or done anything. No. Even when I was fifteen. Well, cried. <laughs> afterwards though. Well you yeah, kind of. Analyzing <laughs> yeah. of crying in the gig. But no, okay, after no. the after the first time I met um Paramore. I was just about to do the same yeah. <laughs> I um like obviously it was like a table signing and I met Haley first and I was composed. But back then there was five in Paramore and like Taylor was last and like I was I was doing well but my eyes are tearing up and Taylor was like Are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine <laughs> he was like, Oh, I hope you enjoy the show and I was like and then like you know I was like I finished with my moment with them and I was waiting at the door for my friend floods I was composed while meeting them but after it oh the tears are real and I think like I was just I I was so overwhelmed I was very tired I was up at like 4am and then um, but like just the emotional effect that that had on me for meeting Paramore and like I mean if I am lucky enough to see them again or meet them again, like, I wouldn't be surprised if later on that day I'll have a good cry because, like, I have a Paramore tattoo. I mean, they will always be a special band to me, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've never fainted because, no, like, in like, front of them, like, oh my god, oh. I've been really excited and really nervous to yeah. meet a band or I've been really, like, overwhelmed to meet somebody. Yeah. I've yet to meet anybody that I've I felt I couldn't talk to you because they are human. Yeah, and that exactly. is like this is this is like fan culture is so important because it's like a celebration of something somebody created yeah. that everybody likes. And exactly. like, like it's it creates friendships, it creates memories, it creates stuff like you know, you could be drinking and doing drugs in a field. Yeah. Or you could be spending all your money on tickets and band merch and tattoos yeah. and all this other stuff that people like frown upon or like make fun of or whatever. But it's like, it's so much healthier yeah. to be around these people who understand you. And like, I know a lot it's of... It's so comforting. Yeah. Or like... I mean, like you might have any friends on your road or in school and then you'll see these other people who like could live across the world from you, but they could be your best friend. Yeah. All because you're a fan of the same thing. Yeah. And it's just like it's such a community and it's so lovely. It's it's amazing. That's Obviously there are like the there's angry, kind of bitchy people in or fandoms. But yeah. So but like, I mean it's the same everywhere. Yeah. Like I, I mean bitches exist. Bitches exist. Oh, yeah. I do think that's it's so ridiculous. Especially when we see it now. Yeah. Like I mean you see it because everyone's the same. Everyone's the same. You have Especially the same. Especially to the artists. Yeah. Like, they, don't, they don't care. You're Most just the a time, fan. Like, they might remember you, or they might yeah. recognise you, but you, at the end of the day, you're not their friend, you're their fan. Yeah. And people sometimes take this whole thing of, like, I'm in the fan club, but I'm a better fan than yeah. you. And or, it's just... I've met them ten times. Ugh, you've only met them once. It's like... like okay. And? Once, <laughs> once, many times. Yeah. Like, that's... It's just... It whatever. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that is... 
that is a bad part of it. And I think that's part of the growing up as well. Is like yeah. you realize like you're not important. Yeah. Like this is important to you, but the artist may never remember it again. But it's like yeah. the the part that's important is how important it is to you. Yeah. And that's the nice part. Like we saw some really cute things at the hostel meet and greet. Yeah. Like some really really sweet things of people who'd never met them before, and like just getting these really like lovely validating moments that it's yeah. like that person has that as a takeaway. Exactly. Forever. And, like, it's it's so sweet to think, like, I'm going to be, you know, in, like, 10 years' time, I can look back on this and go, you know what, like, I had so much fun. Yes. And that is, that is the that's main it. part that's, of it. That's the end game of basically any fandom, just yeah. to Have enjoy fun. yourself. And if you're in a fandom and you don't like it, then maybe you've outgrown it or it's it's Not time for to... for you yeah. or, like, you can, you know, step back from it or yeah. whatever, but, like, you, it doesn't stop you loving the thing. Yeah. So one other thing I was going to say was that like even when we were growing up people who liked the kind of music that we liked there was a lot of thing about like oh they're all you know they're all emos and they're all depressed <laughs> but like a lot of it was like like i did have depression yeah. growing up like i was a very very sad kid yeah but like i was starting to meet you people. were non-conforming as can be <laughs> <laughs> oh <Orla. laughs> um, it was the emo kid yeah but it was like i started to meet people who understood me and it yeah. didn't like validate me acting a certain way or whatever it was just like it's oh, less like, lonely it's less lonely yeah. and like I think that's a much more acceptable part of any kind of fan culture yeah. that you have the support and like you have something that makes you happy yeah like also making me so happy I know and it's it's like the purest thing about me I think <laughs> that like no matter where I am or what I'm doing I'll listen to all time long and I'll look at me down or yeah. like we'll go It'll to a gig me up and we'll or... have a cry yeah and we'll feel so yeah. much better it's like it's cleansing and it's yeah. beautiful and it's like I hope I keep that for as long as possible or yeah. that I, I hope I always love something as much yeah. as I love all time long yeah and like so it was like in terms of that like in ter- like like I said I have a Paramore tattoo and I mean when I'm 60 or even when I'm 30 I might think Paramore is shit but I mean it's that thing like my my band tattoos make me happy and they will always remind me of a time in my life when these bands are everything to me. Yeah. And, like, I mean, they are, like, I mean, they've, a lot of them have, like, you know, kind of been a soundtrack to parts of my life. And regardless of if I grow out of them or if I stop listening to them or if they break up, like, I still have these marks on from, my body. From a time that you <laughs> exactly. loved. Exactly. Like, they're a mark in time. Exactly. Like, Orla and I have a matching tattoo yeah. that we got last year. And like it was something very spur of the moment. Very spur. But we talk, but it, it wasn't we, like we just went. You know what? We're going to get yeah, tattoos right yeah. now. It was get actually going through with getting them. It yeah. was something that we talked about. It was a, it was an all time my song, and like I, I either you mentioned it to me or I said it to you that like oh this lyric reminds me of you. Yeah. And it was like something that either I said it to you or you said it to me that this lyric reminded me of you. Yeah. And it was the same for both of us. Like we yeah. both had the same lyric, and we were like oh it'd be really cute if we got the same tattoo someday. Yeah. Um. And it was like a someday thing. Yeah. And I think we just, on the spur of the moment last year, we were like, you know what? If we can get a walk-in appointment, let's just do it. Yeah, because we knew we knew we were going to meet them. Yeah. The, for on, for their Dublin gig. Yeah. And we were just like, fuck it. Let's like, do it. Yeah. And we did. And like, they're not the exact same. They're the same words. Yeah. They're, they're the same words, but they're in different places. Different they're places. written differently. They're yeah. completely different styles. And they're like, I like how different they are in terms of like it yeah. suits both of us yes. in the individual way that they are and it's not like oh we got best friend tattoos yeah no. it's like <laughs> this this means something about a certain place a certain yeah. point a certain time and it's and like I love it's not it. uh, yeah and it's yeah. like it's a, as much about you as it is about all my friends and like yeah it's it's really important and it's a really nice 
memory. And yeah. I think when people say like, oh, you got a, a tattoo of a band that you're not going to care about in a few years, like that doesn't don't matter. Care. I don't care. Yeah. I have this thing, and like mine, like they're not. It's not overt. Like we're not. Yeah. Like, I haven't got all time low tattooed <laughs> on my face or my arm yeah. or whatever. We have something really subtle. Yeah. That to us means something. Yeah. Like, both and of also, my tattoos actually have vague all time low references in yeah. them. Yeah. Because that's it meant something to me at the time. Yeah. So like that's kind of one way that I justify my tattoos. Like, because my mum and dad, they don't have tattoos. They're slowly coming around to the fact that I get them and I like them. And I will go out one day and come home that evening with a tattoo. Um, and hide it for yes, weeks. For, just to see how long I can go. Um, out of curiosity. Um, but I mean, like, like I'll have, like, a scar or freckles or there'll be something on my person that I don't like. Yeah. And I had absolutely no say in this thing appearing. Yeah. And, like... The, and I, I have to live with it forever kind of yeah. thing so even if I like my tattoos for a while for like five years or something and then I grow to be like oh, these are so annoying or I don't like them I mean granted yes tattoo removal has come on in leaps and bounds and by the time if you ever wanted to get them yeah. removed, by the time you're at an age where you might want that to happen it's yeah. going to be such a it's, like it's going to be like yeah <laughs> but I mean like it's that whole thing of I liked this thing on my body I, I loved this thing yeah for long amount of time yeah which is which which is i suppose sometimes i just fight to myself that way as well um because i mean tattoos are big commitments <laughs> yeah they're not a thing i mean i know we did it on the spur of the moment but it was like we thought about it they were special yeah they were special we knew we were going to do it at some point it was yeah. just like you know what let's do it today yeah, it was just the timing of it yeah, yeah. was spur of the moment yeah but something i always remember my friend Deirdre sullivan wrote a book called needlework and it's about like the the protagonist wants to be a tattoo artist and it's a very nuanced very fast in a book but something she wrote on the inside cover when I got it signed was first prepare the skin then choose your scars and I fucking Ooh, love that it like makes that. me so happy because yeah. it's like you know what you have emotional scars you have physical scars yeah but like a tattoo technically is a scar yeah but you're choosing it yeah you're choosing to scar yourself with something that means something and it's yeah. so beautiful and it makes me so happy yeah and it's, it's I love my tattoos I, lo- <laughs> and I, I love what they represent and yeah. I love I just I love fandom. I yeah. love fandom subculture, and I love being part of something. Yeah, I think that's what some people often make fun of. Yeah, and you know, laugh at is this thing of like, oh, you know, fangirls because you can't possibly love something so much. You yeah. can't possibly enjoy something that makes you genuinely happy. I feel sorry for people like that. Me too. Who don't understand like that level of emotion that you can have for. So, a thing. for anything yeah like it's you know like, do you love it like you know i hope you love an object or i hope you love a person or yeah. i hope you love a dog i don't yeah. care like just i hope like, you the, have something in your life that you can love that much yeah that ha- feel that strongly because i mean like a song or a book or an artist can like literally bring me to tears oh yeah and i mean even if it's not a sad song like i mean i can just like i can get really overwhelmed at a gig because I'm there. Yeah. Like, I'm just so happy to I be there. I Mallory Knox. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, a lot of things happen at Mallory Knox yes. b- beforehand. Um, which I, I think we'll talk about that some other time. Yeah. But, uh, like, at it, I was just so happy to be there. Yeah. Like... Should that happen to me at the last All Time Low gig? I was just... You so... cried, like, through so many songs. I know! That, like, we're, like, happy dancing songs. But I was just so 
happy to oh, be where I was. Her friend Laura was like, oh, Orla, what set you off? Because Orla left the gig with, like, <laughs> mascara tracks yeah. down her face. And Laura was like, oh, Orla, what set you off? And I was like, everything. Yeah. And she cried at everything. And she was like, yeah, I just Jack, just... Jack took out the guitar. <laughs> they played a song. <laughs> they just did a thing. song. Yeah, they, they song. performed. They actually made it on stage. It was great. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah. like fandoms are beautiful like yeah. they're fucking beautiful things and I just I, I feel sorry for people who don't have something that they enjoy that much and it's like yeah. it's beautiful escapism we don't yeah. need to I mean you can drink if you want to but like we don't need to drink we don't need to do drugs if you, yeah. if that's what you do if that's your thing yeah. cool great good for you but like this is our thing it's cheaper it's much cheaper <laughs> yeah. actually in the long run it's much yes. cheaper and better for your health I was about to say better for your health but after our last few stints away I'm just like I mean after Mallory I had to take out my inhaler <laughs> Orna's old you guys I am old yeah she's old and broken yes um, yeah and like I was very ill after the last two gigs as well yeah. but that doesn't matter yeah that's, it's, that's it's, afterwards yeah you know, like during like you're jumping up and down it's yeah, exercise exactly you're you know cardio cardio and you're happy yeah and your lungs are getting exercised. You're screaming. Yes, it's, it's good screaming along to songs. That's yeah. I mean, there's so much about fandom that I just I wish people embraced, embraced instead of belittling. Yeah. Belittling was the word I couldn't think of earlier, ah. and now we have it. Belittling. Yes. But belittling. I just yeah, fandoms deserve to be embraced, especially yes. music fandoms. Like yes. there's, they're very special. they're special, and it, there's very little in this world worth celebrating at the moment. Like yeah. there's a lot of shit happening. Yeah. And music is such beautiful escapism. Yeah. Like, you, you go in there for an hour and a half and you just get lost. Nothing else matters. No. Just some dude or some girl wrote words. Yeah. And they're all that matters in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. And it's, it's like... I really want to go to a gig now. I know, so do I. Will we move on to music news? Yeah. He's in a mood. I'm all ears. So we're on to music news. Yay! Because the last segment wasn't music at all. No, we've got no music in <laughs> yes. this, this fandom-based podcast. Just, yeah, nothing. So, in music news, Paramore have reached 1 billion listens on Spotify. Wow. That's a million million. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, and they actually did an interview really recently, and Hayley Williams said that she's actually really struggled with... Uh, oh, she's never really struggled with anxiety until the past two years, because no they thought that their fourth album was going to be the last one. Oh. oh. I suppose the band have been through such massive transitions, like, yeah, with the whole, like... Yeah. Like coming back with Paramore, which has had three hundred and sixty-three million listens, that that self-titled album, which is incredible. Yeah. Um, compared to All We Know Is Falling, which has had sixty million, which looks so ridiculous <laughs> yeah, compared to it's like three sixty-three, three hundred three, two eighty, and sixty. No. But I don't think people know that exists. Either. Yeah. Um, she's on it. The she said that they're on their fifth album. They've been a band since she was thirteen. She's twenty-eight now, and she's still alive. And she's just like. Oh really happy and she didn't think people wanted to buy it that's like imposter syndrome but like coming at the wrong time Haley. yeah Come on. yeah but uh, i think that's pretty awesome that's yeah. really sweet fair play um roxanne have set up the roxanne breakout stage at slam dunk which yeah. i think is really cool like we've been talking about this a lot about the music industry and about like how little bands don't really have as much of a chance yeah so this is really cool they're running a competition uh for local bands to open each and every date on the slam dunk tour which is awesome as well there's yeah. so many small uk bands that deserve that audience yeah because like how many bands have we discovered at Joke? exactly yeah it's, it's incredible. such a good opportunity so um there's details about that on the rock sound web page and also on their twitter and stuff so like if you're in a band and you want to play slam dunk and for yeah. some reason you're listening to us yeah <laughs> off you go um, yeah yellow card played their last ever show no so that was in in california 
on Ocean Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> There's always a place on Ocean Avenue. Yeah. We finally got to see Yellow Card last we year. We did, yeah. That was good. Well, I, say fin- I say finally. I'd seen them before. You got to finally yeah, see Yeah, I got to finally see them. Yellow Card. Uh, Warp Tour makes a U-tour and they bring back their free parent ticket. Um, that's, that's according a great to Roxanne, idea. which is great. Yeah. See, what they used to do is they used to let parents in free but I think people were abusing it so they, they cut it out but that meant that so many like 13 year olds yeah they couldn't go or like even like if you're 15 and you have no music friends and yeah. you maybe you know your parents aren't comfortable with you doing the whole anybody coming to the show want to come with me yeah. thing you know you might want a parent with you yeah so they've changed it now that one ticket equals one parent so one parent age 20 and older would be permitted to accompany a child under the age of 16 That's who has a paid I, ticket into the event for free I think more people more like festivals and venues should do that yeah, and I know it's all to do with like size and capacity and stuff, yeah. but it definitely would make such a difference. Yeah, I think, uh, and it might mean more people buy tickets. Yeah, exactly. Especially if parents don't have to fork out like an extra, yeah, like forty euro or whatever. Yeah, like work tours are not expensive for the day, but it would be if you had to like pay double that, and then you need to transport there, and then like yeah. you need to buy food during the day, and it's just yeah, everything adds up. There's really. a lot to it. Yeah, uh, Blink One Eighty Two are going to start writing their new album this year. Yeah. They have an album out this year that we haven't listened to. Yes. Also, they're they're touring the UK this summer. What? This is news. news. Uh, in music news, yeah. we have actual music news. This what? is great. Okay. Yeah, they're doing a full tour. They're doing Cardiff, Nottingham, Leeds, Birmingham, Newcastle, what? Glasgow, Aberdeen. We're not going to Scotland. We're not going. To... Yeah, we've yeah. Scotland. Well, no, I I want to try Scotland in the summer. Yes, Scotland. We love you, but uh, Glasgow. Oh God. In the cold, in the snow. I still can't feel my limbs. No. That's not, they never come back. You lost no. them. That's yeah, right. I left them in Glasgow. They were frostbite. Yeah. So that's bad. <laughs> Manchester, Liverpool, Bournemouth and London. London. Yes. Twice in July. That's pretty cool. So uh, we should probably listen to that album, actually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're writing a new album this year. That's great. It looks like they're doing really good without uh, Tom DeLonge and with the, the arrival of Matt Skiba. Yes. Yeah. His name we totally remembered. I did yeah. not oh. have to just look up. 100%, yeah. Uh, Fuck you, Tom. So, Zach from the Ghost Inside has to have another surgery as a result of the band's bus Shit. crash. That happened in 2015. Yeah. So that was a massive crash. They're already lucky to still be alive, but this is his 12th surgery. 12. 12 in, like, not even two years yeah. yet, I don't think. So, in April, he's going for a major surgery. They have to take all the stuff that they put in his leg, take, basically do a bone graft, um, metal plates, metal rods, screws. <sighs> And, like, he's not even stressed about the surgery. He's just worried about all the recovery. Like, that's Yeah, that's... It must be taking such a toll. Yeah. Like, I just... I feel for them so bad because that is such a thing. Like, that's one of those things that you just want to heal from. Exactly. Like, the trauma of it. Not even, like, the the emotional and psychological effects of it. Like, to physically still be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just... So, we really, like, wish them a really speedy recovery. Yeah. We hope that, uh... Everything goes well. Hope that everything goes well, so good luck, Zach. This makes me happy. Okay. All Time Low is Nothing Personal has gone gold in the UK. Oh! And like, that That <laughs> sounds like nothing. That's so cute. This album came out in 2009, so this sounds like nothing. Yeah. And it's like, it's 100, it's 100,000? Yeah, 100,000 sales is, uh... Gold. Is gold. Like, it's, it's... It's great because the thing that you need to remember as well is that when this album came out, it was still in the height that Spotify wasn't a thing. Yeah. People didn't stream. Like, we, we used... we LimeWire. Like, that was... Th- but that was such a normalised thing. Like, yeah. that's what led to the death of, like, record stores and stuff. Because yeah. we didn't do that. And, like, as adults, now we're, like, really keen to support artists. Yeah. 
we buy albums yeah we the ones them. we can actually find yeah we would like buy them from itunes as yeah. well like we 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 do buy stuff. yeah but it did like it's so nice to see like their back catalog continuing to grow exactly because it means that there are people out there still either finding all-time low for the first time and want to start new or there's people like us because i don't i don't know nothing personal um i i know it but i don't <laughs> own it and like you know if i did see it in the shops i would pick it up just to have that physical copy but it's nice to know that those are still being counted because i suppose like when an album is like literally 10 years old you don't think that those those sales matter but they still do that's really sweet it is really sweet yeah. that made me happy just yeah. to know that people are still buying old yeah. music yeah like it's not that it's nearly 10 years old yeah that is old it's this year is its 10th year isn't it next year 2009 oh that's not next year year after yeah <laughs> sometime in the future it'll be 10 yes. years old <laughs> it's almost but like it's eight years that's that's pretty yeah. good that's yeah. pretty good going yeah that's not bad and uh, finally, music news, uh, there is a Metal Disney album. What? Disney officially released their Metal Disney album stateside. Oh my god. Uh, you can listen to them all on Spotify. I think Alt Press have links up for it, but... Um, I want that. It's it's not quite what I thought it would be. Oh no. It's it's like it's like hair metal as opposed to like Screamo. So I, wa- oh, I want a Disney Screamo okay. album. Yeah. I want, like, I want Somebody get on that. To save that. <laughs> That's what I want. Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Ollie Sykes, while she sleeps... Um, <laughs> Just like any other... Mice and Men. Yeah. Heart of Coward. I, w- I want these bands to, to yeah. do this. So, like, if you're listening, which, you know, obviously oh, all these sites totally would be, yes. uh, do it. That's what we want. Yeah. Orla, what time What time is it? Perfect! Uh-huh. You sound like so happy. Time. You just sound so happy. Okay. Here we go. Perfect. You better hold on tight, spider monkey. You need to stop. God damn it! Jazz. Save me! Okay, so just really quickie, quickie, quick, really quickie, really quickie, really quickie, skimming through the Jasper chapter that Anna wrote. Um, he uh, Jasper appears to be having issues with. Uh, so not only can vampires get drunk, they can mm-hmm. also get hangovers. Oh dear. So Jasper appears to be using alcohol to like combat his issue with still wanting to drink human blood. Okay, fair huh. enough. Alice is very angry. Of course, he's really annoyed, like about about humans and like wanting to to drink your blood but at the end of the chapter Emmett's like come on Jazz and like you know diverts the the chaos okay I've got hiccups now I'm sorry no okay (sighs) chapter 5 chapter 5 take a bow is it chapter 5 or is it chapter 6 chapter 5 is it chapter 5 does that make sense yes it does okay it's chapter 5 Chapter 5, Take a Bow. Emmet. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. <clears throat> Vampires don't worry. They usually don't need to. Esme is, I believe, the only exception to the worry rule. Great. Really? Yeah. Oh, because she's a mom. She's a mom, so she has so to she care. Worries. She has to care. I'm pretty sure Edward is a worrier, considering he was always like, "I'm oh, gonna die." And Rosalie, and like yeah. everybody, that's not Emmett, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> what vampires do a lot of the time, however, is kick their brothers' asses for being so damn depressing all the time. Oh, that's what this vampire does anyway. I forgot how much we hate him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered he's a dickhead. Yes. Edward gets the easiest ass kicking. 
I only have to visualize Poor myself. Edward. I know. I only have to visualize myself throwing him several miles into the distance, and he gets them at smiles. Miles. <laughs> Fucking miles. Oh, God. Uh, and he gets the message. Oh. Jazz? Jazz doesn't get it as easy. Yeah, because Jazz can't read minds. Also, that is what she said. Wow. <laughs> Took me a minute. Uh, sure, he can tell when I'm pissed with him. Dude's got freaky mind powers. Uh, thank you, Emmett, for yeah. clarifying that again. Yet again. He just ignores me, though. Goes on moping through well, life. of course. Emmett is, like, everything yeah. that's wrong with the world. Yeah, Emmett, he's not ignoring you because he's mopey. He's not ignoring you because you're a jerk. I thought he said he's not ignoring you because he's mopey. <laughs> Conspiracy. <laughs> Edward Cullen, aka Moby. Oh man, uh, we've had like seven episode titles yeah. already. <laughs> we were heading out to the Volvo, Jazz and I. Thank you, Emmett. Yep. I had my arm flung around his shoulders in an attempt to cheer him up. Really, it was just an excuse to accidentally wrap my foreham foreham. <laughs> Forearm. Oh my god! Really, it was just an excuse to accidentally wrap my forearm around his pale neck and squeeze for a little while. He what? Didn't, he didn't need to breathe, so it didn't do him any damage. It just made me feel better. Emma's a jerk. I don't like Emma anymore. He's mean to his brothers oh. who have issues. They have serious like, issues. Like, they have crippling depression. Yes. <laughs> Ease up, Emma. Jesus. Rose is already. I can't read today. No. Rose is already leaning against the Volvo, tapping her bright red nails against the roof because that's necessary. Yep. I caught Jazz staring at her nails as her fingers tap faster still, impatience growing on her face. In the last chapter, he had this whole fascination with like, why are Rosalie's nails always red? Alice never oh. paints her nails. I don't get girls. <laughs> I want to kill people. That was pretty much the, the train of thought. Oh, okay. so. This this does make sense. I suddenly wanted to try gin. Oh god, that's a bad. Well, he could or, be depressed like his brothers. Maybe. Or fuck's sake. Oh, that stuff pirates drink. Oh rum? god. Yeah. Rum. Little did you know that you'd grow up to have a nice relationship with rum. Well, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Morgans. I don't like Morgans. Do you not? No. Oh, I thought you liked So, Morgans. I grew up to have a bad relationship with Pirate Jim. Yeah. Pirate Jim. <laughs> Wow, I didn't even know who Pirate Jim was. What went uh, wrong? To clarify for the tape, I have had less than one drink. <laughs> there has been less than I, I have. To, we have to have a drink before every time. Before yeah, before every, every time. time. <laughs> Can Courtney get drunk? We are a tabloid headline. We are every time. We have to have a drink before every time. Damn millennials <laughs> and their drinking problems. <laughs> oh, let's start again. <clears throat> or that stuff pirates drink. Rum. Yeah, oh, Jesus. rum. A nice large bottle of rum. Too bad only pirates can drink it, so he's gonna have to settle for the gin. <laughs> Rose glared at me. No, she was glaring past me. I turned quickly, dragging Jazz around. I still have my arm around his neck. <laughs> that is good continuity and fairness. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and saw Edward coming. I saw that Jessica girl walk by with Mike Newton flicking her hair suddenly. She saw Edward and giggling. There's the fair flicking thing they yes. do. This is really good continuity. I need to I need to start flicking my hair because I feel like I'm losing it. <laughs> we both just tr- simultaneously just, flicked our I, hair. Like I hurt my neck. Like it just. <laughs> can you hear that? Oh. 
That's that's me. That's that's the noise I make. Like an old man. I am an old man. <laughs> it's just catfishing a lot of you. <laughs> Edward failed to notice. <laughs> I feel like he's just like, dear diary. Yeah. Mood, Mood apathetic. apathetic. <laughs> My life is spiraling downward. If you don't know that song, we're gonna Google post it. it. No, we're gonna post it on our fucking Facebook page. Oh yeah. That's what that's for. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna get better at that too. <laughs> We're going to do, like, a backlog of all the stuff we've promised yeah. to post. Over the past two months. <laughs> so, anyhow. Uh, <laughs> he walked around me with almost blinding speed. Or as blinding as one vampire can be to another. He slid into the car without so much as a quiet hello. Oh, and started the car. Revving up to leave even before we got in ourselves. I really like my car descriptions. Like, I, before I started driving, like, two months ago, I had very limited understanding of how cars worked. <laughs> so I, I'm loving all these, like, tiny details of, like, yeah, yeah car, rev the car, woo, Ooh. car word. <laughs> <laughs> Rose slid in, taking my hand gently and pulling me in beside her. Jazz had oh. no choice but to come to. Is he still in the back? Oh God! Uh, he slammed the door closed, and I relaxed my grip on his <laughs> neck in favor of Rose's hand. He'd put up with this strangling in silence. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Oh God! Oh no! No! He was staring past me now. Why were they all doing that? At Rose's hand, valve to my own. Her red nails were in clear view, and he was transfixed. <laughs> Jazz. I said. He looked at me. You want for round two tonight? It, in our wrestling match, I mean. <laughs> we decided to call it a wrestling match so that Rose, Ed, Carla, and Esme hadn't a clue as to what we are talking about. But Edward can read minds. Just, <laughs> I've been trying very hard to keep my vague recollections of the night uh, before out of my mind and uh. instead fabricated ones about a wrestling match. I didn't want to, ri- to risk Edward telling Carla or Esme. Edward's so, gonna tell on me. But yeah, but also I do like that I made an effort to, That's to, true. to, to try explain this plot change. Yes. I don't think so, Emmett. He resumed staring at Lo- Rose's nail Rose's rails. <laughs> <laughs> Can't speak. Yeah, lightweight. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention as Alice said, Edward? My head snapped up as I heard Edward's breathing had increased. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> he doesn't have to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> I just no heart rate. I just I just congratulated myself for like continuity, <laughs> uh, like filling in plot holes, and then yeah, yeah. That's why Orla's here to, yeah. to point out my failings as a fourteen-year-old. <laughs> what the hell happened to you? I asked. He threw the car into reverse and slid the car out of the space. <gasps> then out of the Bella car park. Nearby. Sorry, <gasps> but like points for fitting car into one sentence three times. He threw the car into reverse, slid the car out of the space, <laughs> and then out of the car park. Oh my god! <gasps> ding ding ding! I, be- I bet Bella's nearby. I bet he smells Bella. I bet her blood's singing for her. Him? Her, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my blood sings for me. Add. <laughs> I thought that's why he's breathing all of a sudden as well. Yeah, he's he doesn't. Like, he's just completely lost control. But like, uh, like the SpongeBob episode, like <laughs> I need it. Ed, I thought we were speeding now more than Ed usually did in his Volvo. Just in case you were aware, yeah. we've mentioned Volvo about six <laughs> times as well. Drink every time you say Volvo. Okay, just, here we go. Delicious. 
He wanted to get rid of us quickly. That was obvious. Oh. Edward. I was still waiting for him to acknowledge me. He drove faster. Why are you driving like the Volturi after your sorry ass? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, Emmett. Wow. Yeah. Good. Sick burn. <laughs> he drove faster still. I doubted the car went any faster. I was just thinking. I was like, how fast does the car go? I mean, they're in Seattle. Perhaps two bottles of rum. <laughs> I looked at Rose, who was staring at the window. I pressed my thumb gently against her, the back of her hand, and she turned to me, a frown on her face. It softened when I smiled. I was vaguely aware of Alice speaking. You're leaving? She asked. What? The car stopped suddenly. Rose stood out and Jazz and I followed. Alice remained in the car. I pretended to listen, knowing I'd just ask her later. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, he's like that really shit friend that's like, oh, yeah. I'll just find out later. It's yeah. fine. The movie did? No, I'll just ask no. later. It's cool. Or that someone would tell me. I was trying to remember what vodka tastes like. Oh, my God. Jazz the lightweight could keep his sorry ass at home. I was going out again. They liked us in that last club. Perhaps I'd return. An encore. Perhaps I'd return. <laughs> An encore. Yes. Carlisle yourself, Alex said. Alex? Alex? Carlisle yourself, Alice said. Edward backed up the car and tore back down the drive. Stop backing everywhere. Yeah, it's not looking. Not, backed up the car and tore back down the drive, not looking back. <laughs> God! <laughs> Learn to back, sentence. Back, back, back. Back, back, Going to see Carlisle. She said something else and walked back to us, her face beautifully contorted with a mixture of grief and worry. Oh, God, the romanticization of sadness. Yes. Wait, that last thought was almost poetic. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to... I, I think I, Nothing has changed yes. since I was 14. And I, <laughs> nothing. How much are people to pay to buy a book of vampire poetry? <laughs> I was briefly glad that Edward was gone again. He didn't hear that random weirdo thought. God, no, vampires oh. making money? Oh, yeah, it's so no. weird. Alice was still in pain. Mental pain, of course. <laughs> He's like, what happened to Alice? Vision. Like, Vision. He, he accidentally backed over while he, <laughs> backed over Alice while he was backing up everywhere. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> She's a vampire. She doesn't feel pain. Oh, yeah. Mental pain, Mental of course. Pain. Visions. Something to do with Edward and whatever he'd done. We ran into the house, Jazz and I fighting to sit on the sofa first. They're like four-year-old children. Yeah. Like, oh, la, 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 la. I gotta sit on the sofa first. What's happening? I don't know. Oh. Rose punched me. Of course. Yeah. I forgot Rose was, like, abusive. Yeah. But, like, I think he kind of deserves it in this case. Yeah. yeah Nobody but... deserves abuse, but, but deserves all abuse. Yeah. Yes, apparently. I can't speak. I'm just... Uh, I sat, sprawled across the sofa, leaving Jazz standing stock still. His depressed stare was back. Come on, Alice, I said. Her face cleared, her black eyes focused on us again. Jazz took her hand. I saw Edward trying to kill Bella Swan. Oh, no. She spoke slowly. Rose raised an eyebrow and came to sit beside me. I could tell she didn't care. <laughs> Jazz looked worried, or maybe his depressed stare had just intensified because he thought of somewhere else. Oh, no, sorry. Something else in his excuse for a life was worthless. Oh, God. God. <laughs> or maybe he was trying to teleport himself somewhere, like in that thing we watched a marathon of one night. Star Trek? The, that. <laughs> and, I demanded, Alice was back with her tortured expression. If we weren't already vampires, I think we were, they were practicing for a part in a horror film. Oh, God. As the victims. <laughs> 
He went to her house, up to her room, drank her dry, then disposed of her body somewhere miles from here. I, I, I don't think he'll do it, though. He's gone. I, she stopped and her eyes became unfocused again. Poor little Alice. He's going to see Tanya. I, I whistled. Tanya is. I'll explain in a second. Jazz slapped me a high five. I looked at him, but he resumed staring at the floor. I wanted to throw him out of the big glass wall at the back of the house. More bucks. I sent him back up the Kalawa oh River. God. Stupid, depressed, half vegetarian moron. Oh my gosh. It's like so apt. So apt. Yeah. yeah. It's his Twitter bio. Yeah. <laughs> Alice skipped to the stairs when she sat down and said, Esme. Esme came floating down the stairs. Floating. <laughs> Like, you know, angelic being, like, yeah. oh, hello, children, you have returned to the mothership. <laughs> As making floating down the stairs, Alex explained quickly where Edward had gone. Make that three bottles of rum and a nice bottle of vodka. Calm down, okay, Emmett. So there's like a, a break. Oh, Jesus. I guess worse after this, after the little break, oh, page no. break. But um, Tanya is, remember there was like the, the Collins and then there was like the other tribe and yeah. then like Edward and Tanya got on really well and Bella was like oh, I don't like Tanya yeah. blah 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 yeah there was I, I, I don't like her like that was that yeah. was the, yeah the, that was Bella that was Bella <laughs> Emmett is in the building I announced proudly <laughs> striding back into the car fucking back go away for with God's your back for sake go forward <laughs> <laughs> Uh, starting back into the karaoke bar, Jazz and I had haunted the night before. Like, oh, and, and they're floats. <laughs> they're Plot not- twists. They're not <laughs> vampires. They're ghosts. Vampires are ghosts. Oh, That's a good band yeah. name. It's not. It's terrible, but still. <laughs> I jumped out of Ed's bedroom window. Rose was oblivious and she was painting her nails again. Oh, talking. Oh, cause this is- oh she's yeah. such a girl. She oh. wears shoes. She paints she her nails. Shoes. Shoe things. <laughs> From the last episode. <laughs> oh god. Uh painting her nails again, talking with Alice about something they were referring to as the it bag. I could only imagine what this was. It's like an it bag. You know, like this is the it bag of of the Of the season? Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's a very gossip girl of me. Oh. I feel like I'd been reading a lot of like boarding school Yeah. Like posh boarding school books. <laughs> and that's where that must or maybe it was I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I was 14. Yes. Not a lot has changed, but a lot has too. Yes. That's a very good... You structure huge... a sentence. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I had had Nine to... times out of ten. <laughs> I'm not doing a very good job of it today, but yeah. anyway. I'd had to tear Jazz away from Rose and Alice. I needed to have a talk with Ed when, whenever he came back about Jazz. His obsession with Rose was just weird. Jazz still refused to come at me straight away. He said, and I quote, I have something nice planned. Ooh. Jazz on the word nice didn't really come together in the dictionary. At least, I didn't think so. He's such a meathead. Like, yeah. Just, I, I did a really good job of painting him as being a really terrible person. Yes. Like, go 14-year-old Like, he doesn't seem that bad in the films. But inside his head, he That's was drunk. True. That's true. And he's an asshole. That's true. Drunk and asshole. I walked up to the bar and requested of the bartender. <laughs> oh, God. As you do. Yeah. Three vodkas and a nice, nice rum. I even used my... You know, human- later on, I'm going to go out and be like, Hello, good sir. Can I have three vodkas and a nice, nice rum? And I'm going to go, <laughs> sure. And nobody will comment and you'll laugh hysterically. Yeah. And then, like, you'll be I sent home. I won't get any rum or vodka. You'll be sent home. Yeah. <laughs> I even used my human voice. He glared at me. 
I don't know what the human voice. I think that's like polite tones okay. or something. I think that's like they, they make an effort to talk yeah. to humans. Or, okay. or I, don't, I don't know. He's kind of a dick, so. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it took me several moments to recognize him as a man I'd knocked off his feet the night before in an effort to hide from Rose. Oh, well. He slammed the drinks onto the bar and held his hand out. I stuffed a handful of notes into his hand. <laughs> Too many uses of the word hand in yes. one paragraph. Anyway. Keep the change, I said, smiling, allowing my teeth to fresh. Fuck. <laughs> allowing my teeth to flash brightly at him. He blinked and took a wary step back. Is this Ryan Dawson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan would be nice. That's true. Uh, I laughed at him. He turned away. <laughs> I took my drinks to a table a little way from the karaoke stage. I love how, like, all four of these are for him. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Jazz still hadn't arrived. I downed the first vodka and read well it's just vodka. Three yeah. vodkas. Three vodkas. I don't know. I downed the first vodka and relished in the cloud of vision that accompanied it. What? The cloud of vision? Clouded vision, I oh, think. Oh, like, I, I was like, does like, he have an epiphany? Does he turn into Alice when he had drank when he drinks vodka? No, I have a vision. No, <laughs> his clouded vision. So uh-huh. it affects their, their, their retinas and their, their sight. Mm-hmm. Apparently. Was it as good as last night? Hell yes. Okay. Okay. I downed the second and third vodka and was just gearing up to pick out a song when the door to the bar banged open and Jazz ran in. He had on Ed's glasses again and he borrowed some of Rose or Alice's makeup with which he'd drawn all along the outside of his eyes. He's so emo! He I is. love him! <laughs> I mean, I always like Jasper. 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 <laughs> he'd also used some of Rose's powder stuff she liked to buy. You, you know what I'm talking about. The, He's such the, an emo. The stuff girls put on their <laughs> eyelids to make them look darker or more colourful or whatever. Vague. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, God. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. He was also sporting a pirate hat and a rather interesting shirt with wide sleeves and a wide ruffles at the end. Plus a brown frock coat. I tried not to laugh. Oh, God. Jasper! A girl screamed. A girl that definitely wasn't Alice. Oh, she, God. She threw herself at him when I saw Jazz stiffen. His eyes were gold colored. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what? No? no. What did you say? I said I saw Jazz stiffen. Oh. Yeah. I oh. popped on after the gold color. I was just like, he fed? <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, I saw Jazz stiffen. His eyes were gold color, though, so he'd had the sense to drink before he came. <clears throat> nice get up, sweetie, she commented, examining his clothes. Very Johnny Depp, she continued. <laughs> Jazz's eyes met my confused stare. Who? Oh. Who? Jazz said. <clears throat> the girl stared at him, shocked. Pirates of the Caribbean? She stared at him. Captain Jack Sparrow? Oh, no. She put on a terrible British accent as she said it, so Captain Jack Sparrow! Or oh, whatever. God. No. Said Jazz, looking confused. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Yeah, he's just like no, hun. <laughs> it's like no full stop. Yeah, no. no. <clears throat> Who are you? From his glazed look, he'd obviously had a few beforehand. Starla! Starla exclaimed. Oh, she was angry now. He'd put his foot in it, and his foot was now stuck. <laughs> Only one thing for it. I'm the bear to the rescue. Oh God. Jesus. I just thought it would got me wrong. Jazz, Jazz, you're only kidding, right? I stared at him mean- meaningfully, as opposed like, to like all the other- Staring down. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. He nodded slowly. Here we are, Jazz. Have a vodka on me. I clicked my fingers at the bartender and mounted vodka. Oh. 
That's just rude. <clears throat> the man scowled at me. Yeah. But slid one down the bar. I caught it. Careful not to break the glass. Oh, God. I <laughs> like that this is 14-year-old you. Like, this is what you think bars are like. <laughs> just like TV where they slide <laughs> it down the bar. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Again, I'll I, try that later. <laughs> I also like that I was aware that clicking at a bartender... Um, was impolite was impolite yeah. uh, it's gonna piss people off they will serve you but they won't be happy about it oh. and they reserve the right to not they will spit in your drink yes which you fully deserve if you do yes. that <clears throat> jazz down his and one wiped the back of his hand over his mouth and then started dancing <laughs> and we're walking on a treadmill we're walking what <laughs> you mind his interpretation of treadmill walking <laughs> huh a brain dead form of human exercise you think that I've figured out by now that it just doesn't go anywhere. They just walk in the same spot for hours at a time. And for, for what? Nothing. Okay. I wouldn't say nothing. But to him, like, he runs and he lifts and he throws people miles away and he's an asshole. Can like, they put on weight? I doubt it. They're only drinking, like, deer blood or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Never, we've never seen a fat, a fat vampire. Can vampires True. get fat? No, is another question. Yeah, sequel. Do they get ill? Do they get diseases? Do they get, do they get vaccines? Septicemia. Oh wow! Ooh. 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 Boy, where were you during the fanfic days? <laughs> Can vampires get sex? Sex to see me? Can vampires get sex? Can they? <laughs> they made that clear in Twilight. I wish <clears> they <throat> hadn't. Yeah. <sighs> remember the cottage? I don't want to remember the cottage. Who, who <laughs> built that? Was it Carlisle and Esme? And they're like, here's it? a cottage for you to like destroy. Yeah. Like your body. I was like, Bella's like, what? I don't understand. I'm just going to have sex with my husband in the sea. In the sea? Because he's so cold. Oh, for God's sake. I mean, like, logistics, yeah. Remember the housekeeper? At the the honeymoon thing. And, like, she was like, you're pregnant with a vampire baby. Like, the next day. Yeah, and she's like, I'm what now? I, also, I love the like stereotype of like um, Spanish, uh, yeah, Hispanic woman, yeah, like superstitious. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, you're. I mean, just yeah. don't do that. No, don't do that. No, it hurts so funny. Karaoke time, jazz. I asked. I like rum. Jazz did too. As I asked him, he was draining his fifth keg. <laughs> his fifth keg of rum. <laughs> I was, I think I was thinking of like a barrel, like a barrel of rum. Uh, oh, like okay. if you put a keg tap in it, it's technically a keg. I think that's because I have a really distinct vision in my head of him. Okay. Not like a beer keg, a rum keg. A wooden. A wooden barrel. barrel. <laughs> like the ones in Pirates of the Caribbean? Yes. <laughs> Again. Yes. That's all I had. This is my point of reference. Yes. Keg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keg. You betcha, he said. He stared at the empty tank card he'd been drinking out of. Okay. Why is the room always gone? Oh! See? Pirates of the Caribbean! Oh, God. Starla said. He ignored her and stood up. He wobbled and fell over a bar stool. This kind of sounds like somebody's tweets we were manufacturing this morning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, if, if, you, if you tweet, guarantee you've been made fun of by somebody. I'm sure we have been, too. Oh, 100%. My tweets but, are awful. Yeah. How's <laughs> are mine? And not Courtney Love. <laughs> oh, he said, giggling. That's why. I laughed and stood up too, holding onto the bar for support. The wooden surface cracked under my hand. Oh, God. <laughs> Oops, I giggled. 
and danced over to the stage. What does that look like? Yeah. Like, I imagine, I have a vision of this being, like, a really empty bar with, like, this girl, them two, the bartender, yeah. and nothing, like, an empty stage with, like, you know, like, sad disco lights and yeah. a disco ball and that's it. Like, there's nothing else in this bar. Like, I actually envision workmen's. Really? Yeah, they're not the upstairs, the downstairs. The downstairs are workmen's. Oh, yeah. yeah, I suppose I could see that. The kind of longish bar. And like parts of the Caribbean wouldn't be uh, yeah. out of out of place. Yeah. The Liffey. <clears throat> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Right I roared. Black out everyone's attention. What's on the song list tonight? I slurred. Oh, no. The entire bar erupted into cheers. They oh, loved no. us. I still imagine like four people though. Yeah, like, the entire yeah. bar. Woo! Woo! Woot. Just like a really sad woot. <clears throat> it's Muse Tribute Night! Starla shouted from her corner of the bar. No! Muse? Who the hell were they? I bet all my money that I have ever earned and ever will earn that you mentioned Supermassive Black Hole. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, Muse? Who the hell were they? Where was Edward when you needed him? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying not to kill Chief Swan's only daughter. My bad. Yeah. Uh. Uh, the oh. bartender handed me microphones. And turn on the TV screens with the words on it. Why is this dude... Like, he is a hundred and something years old and he doesn't know what anything's called. Yeah. <laughs> like, nothing. He knows nothing. Yeah. God bless him. <clears throat> Just make your way through the list, he suggested, shugging. <laughs> the music started. Fangirl screamed. Someone handed me a drink. I downed it. Damn. Oh, he does... He does... Our time is running out. Oh, see, I thought it was going to be super fast. So he yells, our time is running out, can't push it underground, can't stop it screaming out, I yelled. Jazz <laughs> joined in, the second verse. And then they do the whole, I want a freedom, but I'm restricted, I tried to give you up, but I'm addicted. <laughs> For that one, and Jazz pointed to his empty glass and tapped it meaningfully. It was instantly replaced with a full one, as was as was my own. So I assume this is not the bartender anymore. Yes. This is his gaggle of appreciative women. Yeah. Fangirls. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, all, we are yeah. so on, on topic today. Yes. That's awesome. Three hours later, we were still singing and the drinks were still coming. Fangirls were on stage with us. Three hours later? Like... What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Fangirls were on stage with us. That's like all of Muse's back catalogue. They have no more songs. <laughs> yeah. Starla was dancing right beside Jazz. His frilly blouse thing was open. His frock coat removed. I hadn't noticed the pirate boots. <laughs> Sounds like Brendan here. I'm going to backstage off this. Uh, I'm going to play some drums back st- back backstage. Backflip <laughs> off the stage real quick. Like Brendan Urie from like kind of fever days with his frilly shirts and everything. I have a sh- potentially. Potentially. I hadn't noticed the pirate boots beforehand. Now he only had one. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what's happening? Just like the rogue wellies we were talking about earlier. We're just, continuity is our thing. Yeah, yeah. Episode four, it it would want to be. Starlight started up and the room erupted into screams. Again, like it's still all those four people. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) This one, Jazz slurred, is for Starla. My biggest and best, bestest fangirl. Oh my god, it's Shao Braga! Oh, it is! And like, instead of singing Starlight, I'll be chasing a Starlight, he changes it to Starla, I'll be chasing a Starla. Oh, wow. Jazz is on his own for this one. <laughs> I raised my arms and swayed side to side. I was handed another drink. Two girls wandered up to me then. Oh, this is, I, I'm I'm so sorry for like the misogynistic undertones in this. I really am. Like, goddamn patriarchy. But that's all I can say. Yep. 
They introduce themselves as Missy and Brooke. Interesting. Oh my god, Emmett, you're so cool. Missy, or Brooke, I couldn't tell who was who, said in my ear. I suddenly realized I was shirtless again. (laughs) Why does that suddenly happen? (laughs) Whoops. Oh my god, Em, you should totally sing Take a Bow for us. So I did. (laughs) So I did. Jazz joined in at some point, busy trying to restrain Starla from getting too close. Alice would see us at some point. Oh my god, Emmett, you should, like, totally take a bow now. Missy slash Brooke giggled. You get it? You sang take a bow, and now you should totally take a bow. Oh my god, Missy Thank slash you, Brooke Missy or Brooke. giggled again. The pair of them fell onto the stage floor. Are they us when we get really <laughs> hyper? Just like, we've had, like, seven drinks between us. When, us. <laughs> us when we were on stage for time. <laughs> yeah. Just, uh. <clears throat> I stood up and went to the center of the stage. Jazz and M's empire. <laughs> What? I don't know. Oh, God. I just don't know anymore. <laughs> I raised my hands sense. in the air to get everyone's attention, then took a sweeping bow. Jazz fell over me. Oh, no, fell over towards me. Starla hanging around his neck and bowed too. <laughs> Starla fell to the floor. Oh, my God, M! Missy slash Brooke cheered, trying to stand. Oh, my God, M! A voice mimicked behind Missy and Brooke. Rose. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, actually, I like this edition. <laughs> hey, Rose, uh, fan- fancy a drink? I said in a she feeble attempt at humor. She's got a drink, Missy slash Brooke. She snatched the glass out of my hand. It had been refilled again. <laughs> and downed it in one. <gasps> a calm expression crossed her face. Is she drunk already? Jazz, she called, still uh... smiling at me. Jazz called back. <laughs> you <guys> call, <laughs> but okay. Hand me that microphone, will you? She asked. I feel a power ballad coming on. Oh no. That is thankfully for this week the end of fanfic. I miss it. I need some rum. <laughs> yes, for sure. I'm having like a well deserved stretch. <laughs> After all that listening. Yes. Okay. Oh god. our fanfic of this episode yes beautiful as always enlightening back 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 car yes that's pretty much the summation (laughs) that's the tldr of that of that episode of that uh chapter yeah just yeah back back my back back car how many times can we fit can we fit the one word into the one sentence many many (laughs) that is that is our experiment those are the results conclusion qed many good great Uh, so that about wraps up this whole episode episode number four yeah episode four episode five we're going to talk about fandoms again yeah but different type we're going to talk about book fandoms yeah i think which also played a big part in both our lives yeah (laughs) and we're going to talk about tumblr a little bit more the dreaded tumblr the dreaded tumblr god love tumblr and god love us yes (laughs) thank you for joining us again thank you we'll see you next time stay awake (laughs) Stay, 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 stay,